0: Quitting time on your Thursday, 5 o'clock, here on Fan Run Radio on the Top 5 of 5, brought to you by National Rx. I'll be there tomorrow, getting the weekend kicked off. Marcus,
1: what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, Tennessee Volunteers look like they have targeted and will be hiring their next tight end coach. According to On3, the Vols are expected to hire Alec Ablen for the role as the tight end's coach. Ablin was a former Missouri offensive lineman under Josh Heupel. He's worked as an offensive analysis over the past two seasons for the Vols. Big Alec Ablin. Uh, another thing I like
0: here is ha- Heupel is developing a pipeline, right? He's developing a path to replace these guys when they leave t- so that he doesn't have to bring in somebody from the outside and coach them up. Like, if you want to talk to me that, well, he doesn't have a recruiting tracker, okay, we can have that discussion. Like, Heupel would not have hired him if he doesn't know the system inside and out, tight ends, how to coach up, the blocking, and all the stuff that goes into that. So, you know, this is a, a pathway now in him and Pope where you got to wonder, like, who's the next guy on staff for when – Jerry Mack leaves to become a coordinator or a head coach, or when Glenn Ellerby, if, uh, you know, I don't think he leaves, he and Heupel seem almost detached at the hip, but if he did, um, if Kelsey Pope becomes a rising star in the business and leaves someday, or when Joey Halsley becomes a head coach, you know, who who's the guy right now that's a GA or quality control guy on the staff that's going to be a future full-time assistant for Tennessee in the future? That's
1: a fair question. Uh, number two, another targeted coach, this time for Alabama, as Alabama is looking to take Notre Dame's Tommy Reese as their offensive coordinator to replace Bill O'Brien. Nothing has been confirmed yet, but that is the target for Nick Saban as he is zeroing in on the 30-year-old, was the quarterback's coach for Notre Dame before taking over as the offensive coordinator. Reese will actually be the youngest coordinator since Will Muschamp held that position at LSU back in 2002. So the Fighting Irish offense apparently did thrive under Reese prior to the 2022 season. That was hampered by the week two injuries of their quarterback. So maybe, uh, maybe that's the big reason why their offense seemed to sputter at the start. Think it's a lateral move, step up, going from Notre Dame to Alabama, a little bit of a step up, huge step up. I think it's a bigger step up because right now, even though I like their coach, he doesn't give them the best chance in the playoffs as Saban does. I hate to say that out loud, but he you – know. Yeah, it's
0: a big step up.
1: Yeah. Well, they've got to
0: identify a quarterback. Well, there's a lot of pressure. a lot of pressure at Notre Dame too, but – Different kind of pressure. Is it going to be Ty Simpson? Is it going to be Milrow? Is it going to be a true freshman – yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they were not exactly happy with Bill O'Brien, the last guy. And he had Bryce Young at quarterback. So, Tommy Reese,
1: yeah, is, really, yeah, I think he might be that. out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah. Uh, number three, we've got uh, an extension signed for Mac Brown at North Carolina as the head football coach will sign a one year extension. Financial terms will remain the same as the extension he received a year ago. He, including a new salary of $5 million per season. Brown led North Carolina to an appearance in the ACC championship game in 2022, following to Clemson. Also, Clemson? Brown has taken North Carolina to a bowl appearance in all four seasons. Not bad for a young man from Cookville. He's uh,
0: done well for himself, huh? He's getting a little up there. He is. It happens
1: if you're lucky. You're lucky yeah if
0: you're unlucky it doesn't
1: you know what good point you know what they say only the good die young at number four uh dodgers president and ceo stan katzen said cutting trevor bauer was the right decision the uh, ceo and president said the organization principal decision makers were unanimous in their choice to release trevor bauer expressing confidence that the team made the right decision
0: They may have made the only decision. Mm. I don't think the Dodgers manager wants to answer a bunch of questions about, uh, so how does it feel to have an accused rapist on your team? A little yep. bit uncomfortable,
1: you know? He will become a free agent. He did clear waivers. But, yeah, obviously their answers were guarded due to everything that's going on with this whole situation, how sensitive it is. But, yet yeah, he will be uh, he will becoming a free agent soon after after this. So, and finally, number five don't know if you're aware of this. But, aware of uh, what? Phil, the the groundhog. He saw his shadow, didn't he? Made his decision today.
0: Oh, does he make a decision or yes, does he, he makes, see? He, oh, he makes a decision. It's, it's I don't know if he has free will. He either sees the shadow or he doesn't.
1: Phil has predicted six more weeks of winter, Russell. So, so I hope you're under, you're oh, <laughs> You can accept that uh, a little furry critter is out of western Pennsylvania, by the way. I don't know if you know where he
2: is yeah, located. We're, we're, I'm familiar with it. Are you? Yeah, they had a whole, like, hit movie, and, like, you kind of learned all that. Yeah, I it. didn't know anything about Punxsutawney
0: Phil until the movie Groundhog was a, yeah.
2: Day. I knew I was, I was aware of Groundhog Day because, you know, back when it was always a thing. You'd see it on whatever news. Yeah. Uh, on Groundhog Day. Um, funny enough. Huh? But I did learn a lot. I didn't He's realize his name either. was Puxitani. It's Phil it.
1: until the movie. Because people gather at uh, the location where he makes his prediction. Do you know what it's called? Off the top of your head? Puxatawny? Pucks- uh, it's it's in the movie. People gab- uh, gather at Gobbler's Knob. As That's it. <laughs> <as> Gobbler's <laughs> Knob. Yes. As members of Puxatawny Pucks- Phil's inner circle are summoned. And the groundhog said, from his no. tree stump is—we'll find out if he sees his shadow or not. But yeah, he's predicted six more weeks of winter. Hmm. So uh, I don't you know realize how I feel it doesn't about that
2: doesn't mean it's gonna actually happen. Listen,
1: I believe everything Phil tells me. Everything. What is he doing wrong? Does
0: he have any better or worse a track record than the quote-unquote trained professionals
2: on TV? Uh, I feel like it. Weather usually does the same thing year in and year out. Generally oh,
1: well, speaking. I will point out real quick, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration actually compared his predictions to the national weather the last 10 years and found on average he's gotten it right 40% of the time. 40% of the time, right all the time. I mean, if our
0: team could shoot 40% from the field last night, we wouldn't be sitting here having this uncomfortable conversation we've been having for the past two hours. (laughs) Thank you, Marcus. That is the Top 5 at 5. It's brought to you by National La Rex. Come see me out there tomorrow. Get the weekend kicked off. Bounce Back Friday is what it's going to be. We're going to bounce back. Take care Bruce. Get this show back on the road. Bruce for himself. The cause lives on. The hope endures. The dream shall never die. I know a lot of you are just waiting on the other shooter. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Just be miserable for the next month.
2: I, I don't know. Six I, weeks, whatever we got left in the season. I, I, I thought you guys only cared about March. So why are you upset now, John? John Reed's right about that. Yeah, they always don't, compla- don't don't
1: credit Reed. Just steal it. Just steal the take. That that brings up a really yeah, good point, though. It. The fact that like they always complain about March. So what what does it matter if we lose now? What does it matter?
2: If it matters it's in a, March. It's, it's, it's the same people. It's, you can call them by many different names, but at the end of the day, we all know who it is. It's that cobble, that, that dark cobble of Barnes bashers, miscreants, and ne'er-do-wells, if I must say. If Tennessee loses Saturday to Pearl. Oh, then, they're, th- then their other hat comes well, what,
0: out. I mean, what about you? Like, the at, at that, Well, I mean, does it well, – you got that too, but also at, at – at that point, does the criticism become, not that it's illegitimate now, but a little bit more scary as far as what to expect I this year. Go back to
2: what you said in the first hour, that it would a little seem like it would be harder to keep some of the, what you call it, the darkness at bay. It kind of seems to be the the bitterness that's right there underneath the surface right now. Like, you left me feeling like if they got our two or three game skid, things could get tense, if not just borderline ugly. And and I, I think that's the, if that happens, that would be one of the dumbest things ever. Tennessee was 11th in the preseason
0: AP top 25. Right. I feel like that is an accurate, roughly speaking, Gauge of where the program is. I do not think Tennessee is the second best team in the country. I don't think we're a top four or five team. I think the the whole is greater than the sum of the parts with this team. I think they're lacking a little bit in star power. I think we've got a, a really good roster, a deep roster that plays really hard, is well coached, and, and fights hard. But if they don't bring it, if they're not ready to go from the tip, like they weren't against Colorado, Kentucky, and last night, you you can lose. It's it's division one basketball and, and you can get beat sure. in these games. And that's what's frustrating to me more than the missed shots or the defensive breakdowns, the lapses, whatever, is we weren't ready to play. And that has not been a characteristic of the Rick Barnes era, in my mm-hmm. opinion. It's happened very, very rarely. It happens, and you have thirty-plus games, and these guys, these players, are used to play. They play in the summer and everything. They play hundreds of games a year. You, you have a stinker every now and then. Sure, it's not like football where you only get twelve chances, and damn it, you are up and ready to go every single time you go out there. Josh Heupel's teams have have really like. I'm trying to think. I I feel like there's South Carolina was South Carolina, yeah, like. And that's it. And even that game, we're playing well offensively. It's
2: just Defensively we're a train wreck.
0: Yeah. So that's look, I mean, if if Tennessee has a cold shooting night in the sweet sixteen, if we lose in the second round of the first round, I'm gonna be Maynardville what, mad. But if we have if we have the cold shooting night in the sweet sixteen or the even the lead eight and we go home, I'll be upset but i'm not going to be as upset as if like we just don't show up yeah like the oregon state debacle in the first round the the keon and jaden years like something's going was up with that team I mean, they they just didn't have it weren't showing up it's like the pearls last team that lost to michigan it was just yeah at least that team had an excuse
2: everything was falling apart around them i i, I guess where i i get with it is i feel like there's a, a very vocal minority the folks that we're talking about are, are really upset about last night and stuff a lot of Mac like we're the only team this happens to and that's patently false. It happens to a lot of teams all over college basketball you go out and you have you just don't play how you normally play you come out flat. I keep banging the drum on it because it's noticeable but I mean it, it's it's happened to Alabama. it's happened to Houston. It's happened to eight other teams that were ranked at number two. If you go back and look, all those games, and I mean, it's, well, just, look at, it's uh, like you said, it's just it's college basketball. Sometimes your basketball team, like they come out, and it's it's like it's not the same. It's the same guys wearing the same uniforms, but it's not the same team, and they have just have a horrendous night.
0: Well, I referenced the preseason AP top twenty-five just a few moments ago, where Tennessee was eleventh, right. North Carolina was number one.
3: And they're yeah. unranked.
0: Yeah. Right now. They're, Kentucky was number four. They're unranked. So I mean it I I guess it could be worse is what I'm trying to say. But I, I just think that this team had been overachieving if we're being honest about it. And I'm not saying they can't have a nice top ten finish to the season, but I mean, it's, it's a pretty remarkable job to, to get that high in the first place. If I told you before the season, like, we're, we're, there's going to be a point where Tennessee – Tennessee will peak at ranked number two in the country this season. We all would
2: have said, wow, must have had a really good year. Yeah. And I think that we are – honestly, I think we are – our record is better at this point in the season this year than last year's team.
0: Oh, for at sure, definitely. I mean, last year's team never sniffed being this highly ranked. We peaked at no, I'm, I'm talking seven? Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, record-wise, they certainly weren't as good as this team is. Let's get Newman in here. Go back to the phones, 865-546-8200. Your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. What's up, Newman? Oh, I'm sorry. Hello, Newman.
3: What's going on? Oh, ah. All the Rick Barnes haters out there. Yep. In the last six seasons, including this one, how many three game losing streaks do you think Tennessee has had?
0: The last six seasons, including this one. I'm going to say none.
3: One. A single one. Okay. And look, this year, they have three wins over top 13 teams Maryland, Kansas, and Texas, and they beat usc team that's on the rise look they're 16 and 5 overall and got a chance to beat 25th ranked auburn this weekend and auburn's only played one ranked team and they beat the 13th ranked Razorbacks. and auburn's going to be hungry for a marquee win because as of right now they're projected to be about a sixth or eight seed so auburn this game means a lot more to auburn than it does to tennessee i think
0: oh well that's a bad recipe right there you're, you're getting me jacked up with some positivity there for a second, Newman. And then um, if Auburn wants it more, they'll win Saturday. Tennessee has to be ready to play, man. I mean, come on. You, you know, you got embarrassed last night. Your fan base is sniping. You know the players and coaches see this stuff online. They hear this stuff. How could you not be foaming at the mouth Saturday when Auburn comes in here, they better be ready to play because if Auburn wants it more, they'll win.
3: Yeah, they definitely need this one on the resume. Look, Kentucky's only semi decent win is the on a road against the top five <laughs> tennis team, and yeah. Auburn's trying to do the same thing here. I mean, shifting gears to the Lady Vols, they're sixteen and eight right now. Sixteen and zero against unranked teams, and then zero and eight against currently ranked teams. So they have that issue of needing quality wins. They play eighteen and four Ole Miss tonight. Are the Lady Vols going to miss March for the first time since when?
0: <laughs> Do they have women's basketball bracketology?
3: Yes, right now projected as a seven seed. But okay, that's pretty generous, honestly.
0: <laughs> well, if they're projected as a seven seed, surely they make it. But see, this is the like this is my criticism I I would say or assessment of the program is it's just so sad that we're even having this conversation are we going to make the tournament the Tennessee Lady Vols are they going to make the NCAA women's tournament we got seven banners in those rafters making the tournament should be a given we should always be talking about playing for a seed and playing for a number one seed, and we haven't been having that conversation for so long right now man frustrating
3: yeah it's tough and then for in terms of the men's team they have some good wins but alabama beat two number one teams they beat number 12 michigan state 21 mississippi state i still think even if tennessee beats alabama by a close margin they still could end up getting the one seed over tennessee at the by the time tournament comes if they finish the same place in the conference tournament but that's definitely a must win game for the Vols got to beat Alabama that's your last big game in the regular season
0: hmm. Hmm. I would say it's a must win it's it you know it it's a must win if you want to if we're still harboring dreams of a of a one seed and it would certainly help in the quest for a two seed but um it's 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 a must win if you want to win the regular season conference championship but uh I, I, I don't know, man. It's it's going to be a big game. we got so many games between now and then. And it's like, what, two and a half weeks away? Just focus on Auburn, man. One step at a time here. One step at a time. Good stuff, Newman. Anything else?
3: Uh, rocky top.
0: All right, man. Appreciate it. 865-546-8200. I like Newman. It was kind of an awkward landing there. Didn't quite stick it. It'll get better, though. Hopefully uh, the show will continue to improve. A little bit of positivity there, a little bit of a, a ray of sunshine from Newman on an otherwise cloudy and rainy day here in East Tennessee. When we continue, we'll find out who's on the docket. That always cheers things up. More of your phone calls as well. Stay with us. The Drive continues. More Fan Run Radio coming up. The drive. So you're watching the game and you see another ad for FanDuel Sportsbook and you think to yourself, is that legal here in Tennessee? You bet it is. FanDuel Sportsbook is now legal in Tennessee. You can place your first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook risk-free and get up to a thousand dollars. The Docket brought to you by Fox and Pharma, the Car Wreck Pro Attorneys. Police arrested a Purdue University professor on accusations of dealing methamphetamine and propositioning a person for sexual favors.
2: Oh, Daily Double. Yeah, it was a guy. The full Walter White. <laughs> trying to make Horny the baby as Lou. Well. Yeah.
0: 65-year-old Sergei Macharet. Booked into the Tippecanoe Tippecanoe Tippecano, Tippecano. Tippecano County Jail Wednesday afternoon. Faces preliminary charges of dealing meth, possession of meth, and making an unlawful proposition. According to Indiana Code, making an unlawful proposition is defined as paying or offering to pay someone for sexual intercourse or other sexual conduct. He is a professor of aeronautical and astronautical engineering at Purdue
2: since Damn. 2014. So he is full on like Walter White. Like smartest guy in the room. Evidently.
0: Wow. With a, with a side of creepiness to go along with it. What are you doing, Purdue? Boilermakers. Get your act together. Drew Brees. Can't have your professors out here slinging meth, propositioning women. No soliciting. yeah huh. There's a difference. <laughs> there is a difference. I'm aware of the difference. You don't have to explain to me. Meanwhile, a man from Singapore has sued his love interest for not reciprocating his feelings. The man named Kay Kalshegan is seeking $3 million from Nora Tan for, quote, emotional trauma after he found out that she only saw him as a friend. He got friend zoned, huh? No, well, and he wants three million dollars
2: for it. For what? For getting in the friend zone? Hurt he his feelings. Some girl set, uh, "Dude, emotional trauma." If you hadn't sat there like one of her friends, you know, watching rom coms and eating popcorn and listening to her whine about whatever guy messed her over, you wouldn't have gotten friend zoned. You should have ignored her ass.
0: Nothing wrong with popcorn and rom coms. Or just make your move a little bit sooner. Yeah,
2: uh, don't ever get put in a friend zone. It kinda, oh, uh, it's and not and happened. It not happened to you back in yeah. the day? Yeah, it happened. yeah, and then it, it just is so horrible. Because I, I mean, which this like not horrible. Depends on how much you liked her. I mean, if you don't have that much in common, I mean, what the hell am I going to do hanging out just being friends with a girl? You don't just
0: hang out, but you'd be friends, like on friendly terms. Oh, there's my friend.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah I,
0: I would like to pursue romantically, but I missed my window of opportunity.
1: This is a conversation I feel like we could really get into. it. <laughs> the generations in this room of how they feel about men and women being friends. I've got a lot of yeah.
2: female friends. <laughs> we just don't, you know, I, I don't know. My friend Moana, Me and her aren't going and hanging out watching football. Shouldn't do. We don't Why not do that? it. We don't have a. She likes going to like Biltmore, <laughs> stuff oh. like that, and drinking wine. I like Biltmore, doing girl stuff. I don't know stuff I don't do. I don't drink wine. No desire to go to Biltmore. It's just somebody's big ass house. But she is your friend. Oh, true
0: well, blue. I'd take a what bullet I, for. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's my girl. A little bit harder as a married man. Uh, yeah. I say, hey, honey, I'm going to go hang out with my friend, Samantha. Like, oh, yeah. That, the go on over fire. Like a Led yeah.
1: Zeppelin. Laura's invited me over to watch a movie, so I'm just going to go uh, get some yeah. popcorn from the uh, Don't pantry. wait up for <laughs> me. Uh,
0: I'll be a little bit late. You know, It might be a double feature. Uh, see how that goes over, fellas? Yeah.
2: And she's going to. She's so going to be going to watch the movies gener- with Luke. What, so nice. <laughs>
0: What's the generational difference
1: here? here? Oh, Is honestly, the younger set not no. friend zone or something? No, no, I meant I honestly just assumed like you guys were like, men, women, no friends. Either you date or you
2: don't hang out. No, I'm just, no. It's, that's it's, what I assumed, so that's my fault. I've got a lot of, I mean, don't hang out a whole lot. I mean, there's not a whole lot that girls hanging out. You know, what they talk about that interests me. Friend zoning still happens in my generation. It's just, I think...
0: Friend zoning has been happening since the dawn of time, my friend.
2: My deal is, once I figure out I'm in the friend zone, I don't stay in the friend zone. I'm just not going to hang out. First
0: caveman brought a woman fire and didn't get a little and still hung around and still helped her out. That was the first guy right there. And he didn't know. He didn't know what was happening to him. He just knew he was really frustrated and, and... he wasn't upset getting, about the situation. Any of the
2: Kool Aid, huh? That was the first guy, first Prince home. Like you stayed, you stayed in the friend, been friends with somebody that friend zoned you. Like that, didn't, that's where yeah. I draw the line. Yeah, I have.
3: I don't, I, I don't really I, stay I've, friends. I have
2: a really close friend. Like one of my closest friends, Elizabeth. She's very. If I was really digging a digging a gr- I don't want to hear about. You know, I want to be your friend. You tell me about this dude you're going they out with. They, they don't have to tell you about that stuff. You know
1: that, right? Yeah, but no, you I, know
0: what's I, going I, on. I, I'm kind of with Bear on this one. It would be. And I mean, again, it's been 20 years since it's been a part of my life, but like you pursuing if there, you're interested and it's clear that it's not going to happen, you don't hang around. No. It's kind of pathetic.
2: Uh, yeah. It's emasculating. No. How do, how do you know That's that? Cool. that
1: in, how do you know that interest wasn't just like a spur of the moment? And You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean, Okay. Like, your inter- no, interest no, no. on your part? No, what I'm saying is, like, what if, you, like, for instance, if you meet somebody and you're just, like, like cartoon, like, big, hard-eyes wolf, like, howling at the moon. But then you realize, oh, no, it's just, I'm a guy, and I just was in that headspace. I don't space. think that
0: happens to guys. I think
1: yeah. we're pretty much
0: committed. You see something you're interested in, and, yeah. like, that it takes a lot to change. I mean...
2: Yeah, but yeah. you sometimes find out, I heard it, I heard it last night, uh... Uh, having is is not nearly as good as the wanting. I guess you could see that.
1: Oh, maybe I I'm okay with being th- friends. Thoroughly with, uh, disagree with that. I with like women. having.
0: Having is good, in anything. Food, money, women. Having is a lot better than wanting. There's a lot of unhappy people wanting. You know what makes people happy? Having.
2: Whoever oh, no. said that to you? of poo I, I'm just still so you've you stayed have you stayed in the friend zone with girls
3: yeah
1: one of my closest friends is married now actually and I'm still friends with her there was there was interest
0: didn't work out and
1: That's okay husband
0: who sees poor Marcus as absolutely
1: no threat <laughs> well he he is like a marine so like I don't think I would ever have any kind of threat towards him anyway so that's fine That's some confidence, Marcus. You think I'm going to be able to fight a Marine off if I wanted to?
2: Uh,
0: Not necessarily, but (laughs) you might be able to win her heart based on your magnetism and personality. I don't see her that way anymore. She's been a friend-zoned. It, don't lie. You yeah, still, you do. You
1: still like her, though. You still think she's pretty. You thought she was pretty at one time. You still think she's, oh, she's pretty. No, she's still pretty. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just like, I don't have the, that feeling anymore.
0: There, there's
2: a part like of you. You take that husband off the table. There's a part of you
1: that wishes this Marine <laughs> oh. would
0: vamoose no. somehow, some way, yeah, that you I could actually move like in there.
2: He's pretty cool. And her, her you know. After a, a a nine month to to twelve month you know period of nine months grief or more nah. like you'd you'd be nine there for hours. you'd be there for nah and she'd turn to you and and she'd you know like a good rom com movie that you're watching she'd realize that true love was right in front of her the whole call time. call him Dennis Rodman because he's the rebound up, nah. man <laughs> yeah
1: nah not nah, my interest have moved elsewhere I'm good though yeah we saw your interest yeah. Nah. Okay. Just, didn't realize yeah, this can't The you Just, to dock it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: just uh, remember, if you get friend zoned friend zoned three, three million dollars, three yeah. million dollar lawsuit. You settle for a million, right? I <laughs> would. <What? laughs> the emotional distress, so
2: much. You've said a couple of things today. I've What's said the, a couple of things. Yeah, I want to come back and check the tape. I think you referred to Singapore as Singapore. To... It's not Singapore. It's Singapore.
0: I say Singapore. Is that wrong?
2: So you really did say that? Yeah. I yeah, wasn't that, just yeah, hearing. it. Hard. It's Singapore. 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 Really? Yeah. S I N G A. I was
0: today years old when I learned that.
2: I tell you, I'm gonna get when I go. Oh, to... it says. Said...
0: Oh, no, <clears throat> you're right. Singapore, huh? Singapore.
2: Yeah. You said learned something there new a
0: little bit every day. I gotta Cocker. say, as far as. Things I've learned today—that's kind of disappointing.
1: I hope it's something better than that. Well, huh, sorry, glad? man. Are you happier that Bear corrected you, or the drive's official correction? I have
0: no position on it. I'm not embarrassed to have been pronouncing it wrong. And as a matter of fact, I—I I, I can't say that I'm really going to take any effort to correct it in the future. I admire and respect the hell out of that, it. folks. Fox and Farmer brings you the docket every afternoon right here on Fan Run Radio. They offer a free consultation to sit down and discuss your case and answer any questions you may have. They've got over 100 years of combined experience helping East Tennesseans just like you get the settlements they deserve. At Fox and Farmer, they don't get paid unless you get paid. So give them a call today to set up a free no-obligation consultation. 865-531-9400. 531-9400-FOXandFarmer.com. Fox and Farmer, the Car wreck Pro Attorneys. Singapore. Singapore. That just doesn't feel Singapore
2: good. Have you been calling it a, a Singapore slang?
0: Well, I just, it's not a word that I have to say much. Singapore. It's probably the first time I've said it this year. It might be the last. The next time I say it, will be just long enough from now that I'll have forgotten this conversation and continue to mispronounce it. 865-546-8200. Todd Blackledge is out at ESPN. Really? Yes. I kind of liked him. I didn't think he was that bad. I didn't think he was bad at all. I thought he was kind of good. And I actually kind of liked his little where he goes and, and eats at the places.
2: No, He'd probably keep
0: doing knows. that. It's a good Well yeah, but it's not gonna be televised. Yes, I I, I would imagine that he's going to continue to eat food.
2: No being no a human ass, being. He'd get a probably pitch something to Food Network or one of those channels and just go have his they've got all kinds of shows like that. I don't think he wants build to build around that.
4: people.
0: Maybe, Maybe he never does. I don't know. Maybe he can become the uh the food guy. Todd Blackledge back on the market. I I'll tell you what, I would trade Gary Danielson for Todd Blackledge right now. Oh, hell yeah. I wonder who's going to be – first of all, I, I wonder when it goes ESPN-ABC. I think, is this the last year of the CBS deal? Or maybe maybe 2024 might be the last year of CBS SEC football. But I wonder a couple things. First of all, is the premier game still going to be 3.30? Or are they going to move that to primetime? Or maybe even up to noon to compete with Fox, where they're putting they're putting those Big Ten games on at noon? Gosh, I hope not. And second of all, like who's the who's going to be the main guys in the booth? Who's going to be the main voice, play-by-play man for those games and the sidekick? Who is going to be the new Brad Nestler and Gary Danielson for the SEC? The voices you hear when you tune in for Tennessee, Florida, Alabama, Auburn, Georgia,
2: Florida—you know those big games. Well, I mean, let's break it down. Who? what guys are out there that went to an SEC school that <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not going to be herb street might be
0: i mean Gary Dalton didn't go Fowler. to an SEC school i, I don't know that i, I don't, don't know. know
2: you would think that ESPN will put their two best college football people on it whatever game that is or their best team It's going to be hard for Herb
0: Street to, you know, in, unless they move those games to primetime every night. Like, I, I think they've kind of branded that ABC, you know, Saturday night game moves around in in different leagues.
2: I may have to brand that.
0: SEC Saturday night football. Seems like they're, football. they're really pushing Tom Hart. Like, he's, he's climbed that ladder pretty quickly. He's pretty good. I like Tom Hart. Who going to put with him? As long as
2: it's not Greg McElroy. Who's that one crew that we have that we never lose? is that oh, the Andrea, Carter? Tray's,
0: no, it's Trey's buddy. Um, yeah. Oh, it's that guy. He's from Mobile. Uh, he's got a funny name with a Z in it. Blazovic or something? No. Carter something or other. I'm sure an alert listener will let me know. I like Blackledge. I'm sorry to see him go. I hope he lands on his feet somewhere and continues to do those games. Captain Touchback says, I moved a girl from friend zone to romantic 34 years later. We're still married.
2: Hmm.
1: Well done, sir.
0: He you got say- out of the friend so, zone or he had yeah, a girl in the interesting.
2: friend zone? So He's- it's
1: almost like if he, you know, if he had just left, as you guys put it. That is a good we, question. We a, I, I don't yeah, understand. That girl's
2: gonna gonna leave the marine and and, and realize First that, that all, you're the one, Marcus.
1: And, and I will say, stop. You're being ridiculous. It's just being mean. You got a lot going for you, Marcus. You get. It's all
0: about confidence. You go out this young lady. It, it doesn't matter what you wear, what you you know. Well, it does matter. Like, don't go in there looking like a slob. Maybe comb your hair, take that beanie off. You know. Okay. You know, take a nice shower. Okay. I did but, take a shower. uh. Just confidence, man. You got to exude that vibe. You got to walk in there like I'm the man. You're lucky to be with me. I'll put it on a pedestal.
1: Exactly. I don't know if I want uh,
0: this. This is not the vibe I'm looking for. I just this, or just in my reaction. You know, you're, yeah, you're. I'm, I'm not feeling it from you. Like, come on, man. You're on you got the, game or not, you're, man? You're on the sports radio show of record. Yeah. In the afternoons, smart guy. Hang out with two of the coolest dudes. Tennessee fan. Town. Got yourself uh, a steady income stream.
2: You're right. I should be like. <laughs> I should be more confident. You're right, you're right, or else? I should be more confident.
0: Stay with us. The shocking conclusion of the drive coming up next. More fan run radio on the way. Brad in Crossville is next. Brad in Lafayette is next. Eh, whatever. Hello, Brad.
4: Yeah, Brad in Lafayette. W.
0: I got you,
2: <laughs> Russ and Ridge.
0: I Hello. can't keep all you Brad. We got Brad in Nashville, Brad in Lafayette, Brad in Crossville. It all runs together to me. Too many uh, Brad's.
4: Well, I want to change something up. Why don't
0: you all right just here, move but... to the same town and then you can just be know. Brad. Brad yeah, one two, series of three. Brad's.
4: Oh man, let let's talk sports Russ. That was a blast from the past, man. I ain't I ain't even heard that forever. I was a a loyal listener of You remember that? Russell w. Young listener of a uh, Wow. Russell W. Smith back in the day.
0: <laughs> I, can't. I I'm just thrilled that anybody listened to that, let alone remembers it.
2: How, how killer it would it be to go back and how how young oh. how young do you think Russ sounded? Uh he still Burnham sounds
4: haste. the same to me. I, I think. Uh, ah, no, I
2: guarantee you, Russ, twenty-five-year-old Russ sounds significantly younger.
4: Maybe a little bit deeper voice now, but you know, uh, it was just it was just two hours of bashing Randy Sanders and Pat Washington. <laughs> it, was, it was great radio.
0: <laughs> Things were easier back then. Simpler times.
4: Simpler times. But uh, the reason for my call is I I got to talk to uh, young Marcus Young. Marcus, are you there? Yes. Marcus, I'm going to give you some tips, son. You might want to write this down.
1: <laughs> All right.
4: All right. You, you get a, this girl. Get a piece of paper girl. and a pen.
1: i get my notes out. Okay.
4: You got this girl that you've taken a fancy to, son. This is what you got to do. Okay? You got to find out where she works. I oh, know. Okay? Go there. Take an ice pick to her tire. <laughs> Flatten that son of a gun down. Okay. Okay? Then you need to find out what kind of cologne her father wears. Go to the store, get you some of that cologne, put you a little dab under your neck. Then when she comes out to get in her car, you like you roll up on her and be like, uh, looks like you got a flat little lady. And uh, you proceed to get your tire on it. You change that tire for her, well, she'll be all over you. Oh, my God. What,
2: what about a that, Marine
1: husband? I'm not interested in this he's person, about, He's though. about the other one, the one he's going on a date with.
4: We
1: be putting it all over you. Yeah. Putting it all over you. Or, yeah. or, here's a weird idea. I just go on the date
2: that's already been
1: planned.
3: But,
1: but I feel didn't... like we're
2: going to need to do some work with you before you go on this date. That's fair.
1: Man. I'm going to be honest with you, Brad. You know, the moment you said, find out where she works, I may have put the notes down. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> hey,
2: hey. <laughs> Marcus, how about this? Are we how about this? you let me and Russ know where your date's going to be? Oh, no.
0: <laughs> this is uh, like an 80s sitcom plot here. We'll be, we'll in, be in the at bathroom, table. and then you can come. and yeah, We'll
1: have a... Fake mustaches on. Yeah, we'll have
0: like an earpiece, and we'll yeah. tell you what to say.
1: Yeah. Like Steve
4: yeah, Martin key, in that but movie. The, but the key is her father's cologne. She might have that issue. Never know, but anyway, just don't get under the car like Bear does when he changes the tire. That was, that was the greatest thing ever. Just change the tire from outside. That's that's that's,
2: that's no not time. that's not what I said. You're another knucklehead like Russ, who mischaracterizes what I said. I said it's dangerous to change the tire, especially on the side of the road. If it falls off a jack, there's no telling where the hell the car's going. Oh, Pretty sure you said oh. under the car, but I will. I won't.
0: I won't belabor the point. Yeah.
4: Oh man. Russ,
0: uh this game Saturday, it's uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a must win, don't you think? Guys. Uh, I mean it's I don't think so. Yeah, you, I mean you've pretty much already sealed up a a tournament berth. I mean, it must win if, if what? Like a uh, must win if the the conference championship is already I mean, you're going to have to have some help to get that. So you know, my goal at this point is a two-seed. If we get a one-seed, great. But I would really like to have a two-seed in the NCAA tournament. And from that standpoint, yeah, it probably is a must-win. It's it's a game you need to win, man. You don't want to – you think the climate has turned nasty here the past 24 hours, whatever, since the loss. Lose to Bruce on Saturday, and the Wolves are really going to be howling.
4: Yeah, I mean, if you – I think Abbott's going to – Kind of set in a little bit because you know, you know what's going to happen. Adam Hickman is going to be insufferable. It's uh, it's just going to be a mess. It's not going to be fun anymore. I mean, I don't. I, mean, I like to have a little bit of confidence in my team, but man, if, if we start this crap, I don't know. Man, it, it they're they fun to watch when when we win, but man, when when we're getting beat, man, we just stink. we're hard to watch.
0: So frustrating, man. I thought even when we blew the six point lead and they got up by four or five, I still thought, man, we like just settle down.
2: We got this, grind it out. I didn't think, I I didn't lose hope until they started doing what you talked about jacking up threes. One thing I
4: noticed too, when we were were trying to press, did you see how they were carving up our press? We're
2: not a very good pressing team.
4: It was pretty impressive. I mean, they threw the ball with precision. It looked like it was – everybody knew where they were supposed to be. I mean, it was like, whoa, what the hell, they just scored again.
0: Uh, they, they did everything right. I mean, give them a little bit of credit, too. They've got some I decent impressed. players. I mean,
4: young coach, uh, they look like they're well-coached, and hey, we got beat. But uh, I hope we can turn it around.
1: Thanks, Brad, and we follow it. Yes, Marcus. I have a question, because I need to make sure that I know what I'm about to get into. About the ice pick? No, have I I made a mistake by mentioning anything that included another woman? Because I'm feeling like it's going to create a baby situation. Well, I was
0: thinking, I was was hoping that uh, these people are not
1: listening to the show. Because that could be bad. Yeah. I haven't gotten a message yet. Awkward. So... I just mean, like, am I having a Davy situation? Is this dating with Marcus instead of dating with Davy? I mean, you're the only
2: Cause so far I've gotten Brad young Lafayette. single They're member to. of the uh, show. Uh, both kind of the could be kind of similar in their weirdness, and I do expect a full report. When is this date happening? Yeah,
1: it's supposed to be this weekend. We'll find out. What do you mean
2: supposed, supposed to be? Uh,
1: that's not a date. Well, because we don't have a exact that's a maybe. We don't have exact day yet. <laughs> you ain't got no date yet. That's a it's okay i don't want to air this person's okay it's in the pipeline you know, I'll, I explain. You? Mm-hmm. I'll explain i'll explain off air. all right
0: the uh tom hart by the way uh, several people have sent this to me is on the verge of replacing chip Carey in the booth as the voice of the braves the braves he was uh he Tom Hart did some time here. He was the Smokies radio guy here for the Sports Animal. For we
2: good at baseball, huh?
0: I mean, well, he's got a baseball background. Has obviously paid some dues, and that'd be a bigger gig, wouldn't it? I don't know, man. I mean, I I honestly don't know. I I guess there's more games, so it's more inventory. You're working more, and you're going to be on TV a lot. So there's more opportunity, but man, those, like those college football games are big.
2: Yeah, I know, but it, to me, there's something kind of prestige about being the voice of one of the major league baseball teams.
0: Yeah, I mean he he's not the college fo- he's not ESPN's a list guy, and he is doing a lot. Like you you see him just about every night between football and basketball. Like he's he works hard. He's broadcasting a lot, and he's good. I think. But like if he had been able to climb the ladder, like again, I get back to who who is ESPN ABC's main SEC football guy going to be? I feel like that would be in my world, I don't watch every Braves game, but like I watch a little bit, if not all, of that main SEC game every week.
2: Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Could he do both? Can you do the SEC game of the week and be – No, because the Braves
0: play into the fall. Like, even if they're not in the playoffs, you're like, can't miss games. I guess you could miss one. Dion made it work. Prime time, dude. Haji will be our final caller of the show. Hello, Haji.
5: Hello, friends.
0: How you doing?
5: Marcus, do the opposite of what those guys tell you, for starters. I know we're all having fun here. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. <laughs> Russ is married, though. Dating so. advice. Just be yourself. Be yourself is always the best idea. I've
2: been married. If you can't can't got a beautiful be yourself, child.
5: Someone great.
2: Had game back in the day.
5: Sort of. Uh, well, yeah, we all did, Bear.
2: So uh, much game he of, needs a referee. Uh, got that right.
5: Uh, it's, I didn't you know, lack when, for when company,
2: it, uh, Hodge. I'll tell you that right now.
5: Say it again, Bear.
2: I didn't lack for company. It's like Joe I Pesci said in Goodfell. I settle down with a nice girl every night, Marcus.
5: <laughs> I'm on my way to meet one right this second. So, All right. Uh, All dolled up. But um, hopefully I don't get a flat because I'll be late. But uh, when uh, when Philly says dumbest fan base in America, you know he's right, right? It's
2: just, uh, no, I it's don't. Just, the
5: more... The morning guys, the fans that think, you know, this is the end of the world or just have not, don't have a lot of experience. The older guys, like, Bill knew it was coming. Jamie should be ashamed of himself for betting that last night. You've heard of a sandwich game, right, Russ? Yeah. Everybody's heard of a sandwich game when you got two big games and they're sandwiched around a not-so-big game. But Florida's going to be in the tournament, and everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, that's not a bad loss. But uh houston lost at home to temple scoring 55 points uh temple's got a 14 and 9 record same as florida i got a cop beside me this is fun uh arizona lost to washington state who is 10 and 13 and they lost to oregon who's also 13 and 9 and they scored under uh, 62 or less in both of those games
2: I mean that's what I was saying Haji so, everybody's got bad you know the fans that are Tennessee fans that we we talk to on the reg, or some of them they overreact a little bit and they think that it's just only us this kind of stuff happens to
5: Yeah there's a uh, a guy that has a power rating system in Vegas that I follow and he still got us after last night's game he still got us number 1 So Okay just leave it to the experts. It'll all shake out. Don't yeah. you know? Don't worry about the young, the guys in their twenties who think you're losing to Florida on their home court. What have they lost Three conference, or what is it? They lost to the Texas A&M twice, by a total of five points, and then lost at Auburn by a couple.
0: Okay. So, Ending on a bit of a positive here. Uh, good stuff, Haji. We got less than a nothing. minute. Anything else?
5: Good luck to Marcus this well, Good luck That's to you. Good
0: luck to you tonight. <laughs> good luck to you. May the force be with you. Both of you guys.
5: I'm just worried about the cop in my rear mirror. Other than that, I can handle the rest of it.
0: All right, Ben. Appreciate it. Thanks, boys. Thank you, Ben Slotnick. Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Marcus Young. Overtime headed your way next. We'll do it again tomorrow live from National Rx right here on Fan Run Radio.